Hey everyone, welcome back to the Better Man Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Gary Baldus from New Walk Church in Zephyr Hills, Florida. Thanks for joining, whether you're on our live stream, social media, or here in whichever podcast app you're listening from. Your support's greatly appreciated. I can't wait to get started on our next episode, so let's get right to it. Hello to those of you who are joining us on YouTube. I think we're getting fired up on all of our platforms here. Okay. And Instagram and Facebook. There we go. Looking good. Hello. It is a Wednesday, and it is time for the Better Man Podcast. Thank you for joining me on this Wednesday. As you know, this is one of the best days for a man to get better. So that's why we're doing the podcast. And thank you for caring as a man on being better. I'm looking forward to giving you some tips today, and I'm going to talk a little bit about, I think I titled this about no things no before you get married, but also I'm going to share some things that because some of you guys didn't understand this before you got married, you need to circle back and deal with some stuff. So I think that's important. And uh, so I'm going to talk about that there are a hundred things you need to deal with before you get married that you need to know about somebody you're marrying. But uh, you, you should definitely be paying attention to this topic. Of course, before I share, I do want to say uh, that anything you can do to help promote our podcast is always helpful. And we have, um, you know, every single podcast, we have hundreds of viewers that check in and listen. But if you just hit the like, share, subscribe, make a comment, heart, whatever it is, all those little engagements help us get this podcast in front of other men. Uh, My topic, though, today on this Better Man Wednesday is this. Uh, As you know, we talked about on this podcast, one of the great struggles in a marriage is over money. And I thought I would give you guys some tips to like deal with in advance before you get married. And then of course, if you're already married, okay, pay attention to these things. Hello there, Mark. Uh, Let's pay attention to these things that can be very much a problem or a distraction in, in, uh, in what you do with, with marriage. All right. So let me give you the first thing, money and marriage. I I was going to title this Money, Marriage, and Men, but uh, didn't know if that would be an attractive title to our topic. So, But it is about money, marriage, and men. All right, here's the first thing. Uh, when you get married over um, uh, with, to somebody, uh, what is your philosophy about giving? Giving to God, first and foremost, and charitable giving. All right, so this can be a great strain on a marriage if one person enters the marriage expecting us to tithe 10% off our income and give to charitable organizations, and the other person says, are you kidding me? It's oftentimes the man that says, are you kidding me? But you need to like make sure uh, that you know that you're on the same page. And if you have a wife or somebody you're marrying and she wants to honor God financially because she sees that biblically and you're, you're not there yet, you need to have some conversations about that because I've seen tension enter the marriage over this issue and it ought not to be. So we, we have to communicate that right off the bat. Uh, did you know? Did you even take time to ask those of you who have gotten married? Hey, uh, you asked your spouse, uh, do you do you honor God with, with the first tenth? Did she ask you? Did you? Did you take care of that? Did you talk about charity and charitable giving? So 
I think this is the first uh, thing that I wanted to share with you. I've watched that be attention. Um, even if you are married, sometimes what happens is maybe two people got married. Neither of them had any intention on honoring God financially. One of them comes to know Jesus Christ and says, we need to start doing this. And the other one is like, are you kidding me? So you have to talk through these things and you have to work through these things because it can be a point of tension. Again, does not have to be if you talk through it. And <clears throat> there are ways to talk through this. And all these things I'm about to share with you, there are ways to have conversation with your spouse that can be very healthy and can work through some of these struggles. Here's the next thing. Um, do you have a philosophy as you go into marriage that what's mine is mine and what's yours is yours? Or is it what each of us earn is ours? What we have in our culture today, because of distrust, because of broken past financially, what we see is people that are getting married, um, they separate their finances when they get married. She's got her income and her checking account. I've got my income and my checking account. Uh, folks, this is not united in one flesh. Uh, there's obviously uh, different reasons that somebody would do this. And I just want to say a conversation, you know, maybe with the help of, of somebody to guide you, maybe with pastoral help. These things can all, I've worked around all of these things. But uh, did you talk about that before you get married? Are you in a place right now where everybody separates their money as though we're just like roommates, right? Uh, God has a plan for our family finances. And it doesn't include, I take my ball and go over here and you take your ball and go over here. And so I think that's an important conversation. Here's another thing you ought to be talking to your spouse or certainly your future spouse about. How do you feel about debt? How much debt do you have? How much in the hole are you? Um, by the way, do you gamble? This is something that we see so prevalent in our culture today. Uh, gambling is everywhere. It's becoming legalized in states all over the country. Um, online gambling, as you know. And so more and more men, because of their oftentimes uh, maybe born out of a laziness, so they want to just get rich quick, they make a bet, they do a little gambling, all of a sudden they get a hit because they won something, they got a little high going on, and they start gambling. And all of a sudden they then enter into a marriage because well, people that do gamble, people that embrace, you know, organizations that do gambling, casinos and sports books, well, they don't lose money. They make a lot of money and they make a lot of money because people go in debt. And so have you talked to your spouse about that? But it's not just gambling, right? It's uh, credit cards. Uh, many times I'll hear a story of a man who enters in a marriage and they're like, I just found out this girl I married has got $40,000 in credit card debt. Well, bro, that's bad on her, but how did you not how did you not have a serious conversation about this how did this happen to begin with and did you really get into the nuts and bolts of this maybe she hit it i don't know same thing with women they get married they meet a man they're like i had no idea he was in debt up to his eyeballs i didn't even know it guys you know we have to have these conversations if you are a man you're watching this and you are married and you do have a debt situation that was a surprise or you're in a debt situation right now just as I've been saying, conversation about this topic in a healthy way can produce results and to deal with your different varying uh, opinions over, you know, over um, th this process and, and working, working through it. Okay, here's the next one. Have you had a conversation about coming to grips with your different 
traits of how you handle money. So oftentimes, spenders marry savers. Savers marry spenders. Sometimes spenders marry spenders. Sometimes savers marry savers. But it's oftentimes a blend. And you'll hear that. And maybe some of you, this is your story. Like you married uh, you know, a woman and she's very different in the way she sees money than you are. Uh, these are conversations that ought to be happening, men. They ought to be happening before we're married. Uh, I'm not saying we don't move forward You know, when we find problems. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying we work through them. We come to agreement. So we understand she's a spender. He's a spender. She's a saver. And how does that affect our marriage? So two people get married. They haven't kind of talked about these things. And all of a sudden he's freaking out because Pastor Gary, she spends money every time she goes out, you know, and buys clothes and all well, did you did you talk through this? And I would submit to you, men, this is on, this is kind of on you, and and so let's talk about that. Um, as a part of one of the things I mentioned earlier, I was mentioning about he takes his money and he goes over here, and she takes her money and she has her own account, and they separate their money. Um, here here's the next thing: Are we in agreement that one person might stay home and work less? or maybe be a stay-at-home mom, and the other is the breadwinner, or vice versa. That happens sometimes, you know, where he stays home, he takes care of the kids, and she's out earning. Do we have a conversation about that? Are we okay? Are we okay with uh, my spouse not working and me being the breadwinner and also me not lording that over her head, like put say, holding that over her head saying, hey, I'm the breadwinner here, and you need to submit to everything I do because I break all the money and you sit at home with the kids. You know, don't say that. You're that's a really bad thing. But some men have that mentality. And conversation needs to happen before we get married. Who is um who's gonna be the bread who what are our roles? At, you know, are we gonna hold it over people's heads that one makes more than the other? Uh, are we gonna be comfortable with that? I think I've told this story. You need to hear this. Um I hope <laughs> you're you're listening. I, I had a um we were, my wife and I, we were uh, five years into our marriage. And my wife had gotten her bachelor's. She had just gotten her master's. And she was receiving interest now with her master's in public health to get a very significant income raise. She was also at that time pregnant with our very first daughter. She comes to me. I'm making, you know, really good income in sales. She's making a potential now for really great money, maybe even more than me, at her new job with her master's degree. All right, so we're getting, we're, we're getting this, we're having this conversation about our, and she says to me, I just got this master's. Like, I was, she, she was studying till three in the morning, you know, most nights to get this master's while she worked a full-time job. She gets the master's and she's like, I think I need to be a stay-at-home mom from this time forward, raising our kids. I'm like, first thing in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, all this money we could be making. And now we're going to walk away from that. But we had conversation and I said, okay, I'm going to be the guy that's going to make the money. But oh, by the way, let's not forget a stay-at-home mom is a full-time job. It's just, there's no like significant income there for that role, uh, but she's to be treated as though she's working, a, it, it, she's a mother, so it's not a job, but it's exhausting. And so I had to reconcile two things. Number one, of course, 
she's going to do a job. It's just going to be at home without pay. And number two, I'm going to be the guy. And we had to do this. We had to, and it put a little more pressure on me. But, you know, God stepped in and did some amazing, amazing things in my life as well. But those were conversations that I had to have. All right. Uh, how are you going to handle children uh, is another conversation. You know, what are our financial, how are we going to treat our children financially? Um, like, how are we going to handle the costs of having a kid? Have we talked about that? But even more so over the years, as we have a kid, you know, how will we, you know, what will be our stance on our kids, you know, getting jobs at 16, um, moving out of the house at certain times. These are all things that I think you can talk about and just understanding your views on how you handle kids. I mean, give you this last one. All right. Here's this last one. How will you handle interest in giving resources to outside family members? Are the two become one flesh, your family together? Yes, you're charitable, you're tithing, you're doing those things. But in general, this is your household income. Sometimes uh, there become needs that a mother or father financially has or a brother or sister. Are we going to bring them into the home? Are we going to offer people money? When our sister comes to us for a loan, what will our stance be? There can be deep division over this. What will our stance be on on how to give money to people who are in need in our families? And you can have somebody be very resentful because we're giving our hard-earned dollars to this family member who maybe is terrible with their money. And so all of that, you understand where I'm going with this. These are conversations. They can all be worked through. They can all be dealt with in a proper way. God can do big things when we discuss in a very healthy way some of these big decisions before marriage and during marriage. Let me say there are pastoral people that can help you um, uh, work through some of these struggles if you're already married or if you need to talk through them before you get married. Big topic. We know money can be very divisive. We know money can be very much a broken situation in marriage. And so we must deal with these things on the front end and communicate. Let me pray. All right, God, thank you for a Wednesday. Uh, Great opportunity uh, for kids to be in youth ministry. Great opportunity for um, our families to uh, hear about Jesus tonight in some way or another. Thank you, God, for this podcast. Help us as men to see these critical things that need to be dealt with before we get married. In Jesus' name, amen. See you Friday. Hey, thanks for listening. And before you go, remember what we're trying to do is reach more men with this great information. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. Hey, you can subscribe right now on the app that you're using to listen to this podcast, or you can head over to my social media channels, which are linked in the episode notes to find more information. Lastly, I've got a quick favor to ask before we go. If you're enjoying the podcast, I hope you'll let me know. Reviews, let each podcast hosting site know that great listeners like you enjoy our show. And that helps us expand our reach in search results, impacting more men than typical. Until next time.